Good morning. So I'm Marissa Klein, and this is Jamie Stozer. Actually, Jamie Stozer, as of nine years ago today, happy anniversary. Thank you. This is how I'm spending my wedding anniversary, everybody. You should feel really honored. We are the dream catchers, um, and uh, known as the dream catchers of Choice Fashion and Media. Um, and we're so excited to be here again. My mind has not stopped thinking about all the different topics that I have um, up my sleeve to, to chat about with all of you. But I thought that considering um, it's November, uh, that we should try and focus on what is meaningful to all of us right now, which is timely and would be gratitude, being thankful, and being mindfully aware of where we are in our worlds. And obviously, that can apply personally, but in this conversation, it, pro it applies professionally. So Jamie and I jotted down some notes a tiny bit um, of how to talk about what goes on in November um, in the working world. And I think we have a couple of good examples to share um, but most importantly, um, the next few weeks, um, uh, sorry. <laughs> Your phone's going. Yeah, my phone was up going and it was not a pleasant text. Um, <laughs> um, so the next few weeks are kind of an interesting time in the office place. You know, we have pre-holiday, you have um, people going back and forth for vacations um, and in our world, in the fashion world, it's actually extremely busy on the retail side because while the rest of the world is shopping on Black Friday, our clients are preparing and are staffing for those kind of uh, big retail days and hoping that business is successful. Um, and one of the things that I think is the most difficult for people um, at this time of year as they reflect is accepting that there may not be anything that they can do about their current situation for a little bit um, if they're unhappy. So most people, let's back up a minute, most people that we talk to are unhappy. Yeah, like they're not coming to a staffing firm for help finding a job or responding to us if we reach out to them unless they're like maybe a little bit, even 10% unhappy or figuring out what what what, what might be next for them. Um because why else would we be helping them at that point? Exactly. Which is a good time for me to say to anybody listening, when you're thinking about you, your position and you're feeling underwhelmed by it, even if you don't admit it out loud, you're not alone. So Jamie and I are here to normalize that I would say most people are feeling somewhat lackluster every single day. Um, we're fortunate that we don't – I mean, you know what? I'd be lying if I told you that there aren't days where I feel lackluster too. But for the most part, we feel good about what we do because we're helping people on a regular basis and that's what makes the both of us tick. But when you have to go out there every single day and work and, and earn a living, it's not always going to be like summer camp. Right. Um, and there are peaks and valleys to your job. Um, but when it comes to the back end of the year or fourth quarter – I think it's important to maybe flip the accent a little bit or take the accent on, uh, flip the accent on the syllable as an expression <laughs> I used to say all the time from elementary school and look at what you are grateful for because it is a, a time where I'm always preaching that you can make change. This is ironically probably one of the rare times out of the year where you really can't make 
change. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's because usually uh, between Halloween and January, there's very, very little hiring being done. I can speak to that a little bit. I think one of the things I, th- I think I mentioned the first time we spoke was my background in, in corporate HR. So before I joined Choice on the staffing side, you know, I was um, actually on a corporate HR team, meaning the, the folks internally at a corporate organization that were making these decisions. Um, and I think what's something that, that, that most people don't really think about or know, and I, I realize this even when I talk to like people that have been working for years, is that there's really only three major reasons that a job is even open. So when people are like, oh, there's no jobs, like I've been applying and I haven't heard it back, or this is a hard time of year to find a job, it's likely because those three reasons have not been met. And one is, you know, somebody just got promoted, which is likely not happening at this time of year. Um, It may happen in January after their review. Um, And so when the job is, you know, a, a person is promoted, then the company has to backfill if they, you know, that to put it in jargon, the job that they just vacated. That's one reason a job might be open. The next reason a job might be open is because somebody left. And as Marissa just said, most people are not really leaving right now because there's not a lot of jobs to go get. So the likelihood of there having been an opening because of that is slim. And and the major reason that a lot of the times there's open jobs is that there's new headcount, to put it again in a jargon word, meaning that the budgets have been done and they've added a piece of business that, you know, potentially requires more people. So that's likely not happening at this time of year. It might. Yes, of course, like a PR firm might win a new piece of business right now, but likely it's not happening until after the new year. So those jobs don't exist. So it's it's not nothing to do with you or your candidacy or your experience or your, you know, um, background, but really it's just because there's actually no jobs yet until usually January when the budgets get redone. Um, and then people start to make moves. Also, budget, I mean, bonuses. So people are not necessarily going to leave a job until they get their bonus. So depending on the company, um, when somebody's given the opportunity to have a bonus, it gets paid out at different times of the year. And, you know, you have to be in the job, at, in your seat as of December 31st in order to get your bonus. So those people are not going to leave yet. And then maybe in January it might pick up. But likely between now and then, um, it's it's more slim to none. So what does that mean? It means that for the next six to seven weeks, a couple things could be going on emotionally for all of you. Um, One, you could be secretly enjoying yourself for a little while because the next six to seven weeks tend to be somewhat festive. People are taking time off. All of a sudden you get a chance to kind of um, replenish your attitude and your energy towards your job and also yourself because things are just more fun in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, there holiday are drinks, parties. there are holiday parties, there's vacation days, there's just a festivity to the workplace that doesn't feel as traditional. It's almost like all of a sudden you're in an extended summer Friday. Um, and everybody is functioning at that level because everybody at every level in their profession is affected personally by Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, Christmas, vacations, kids being off from school, etc. So I say to anybody that's feeling a little bit lackluster, enjoy the next several weeks because they don't come around that often. And it's nice to actually be present and say, you know what, I don't have to work. Like, let's be honest, you don't have to work that hard this time of year. Yeah. You don't. 
And you might as well enjoy it because if you're looking for change, when you do make that change, you're not going to be able to coast because you're going to need to prove yourself all over again. I think one of the things, not to interrupt you, but one of the things we talk about often um, is networking and networking most when you need it the least. Yep. So I think this is the kind of time of year that um, you could be doing that kind of stuff. Like, okay, so right now I'm not going to probably get a job. Fine. But who can I connect to out there that I might be able to grab a coffee with or yep. just say hello to? Um, because likely, like I, like we said, there's it's not going to be a move that you can make right now. But this is a time of year that you can be, you know, scouring LinkedIn. Who do I know where? Um, you know, one of the things that is, is a big piece of my advice that I give often is um, the Brand Crush Project. Um, which is making yourself a list. It can be 10, 15 companies that just make you excited right now. Um, and it could be anything from large to small. Um, fashion and, and media obviously is our area, but it can be anything, anything that makes you excited, whether it's um, a, a brand that you love, a gym that you go to, anything. Um, and you make yourself that list. And you would say to yourself that it would be a dream to work there. Um, make your list. And then you can then think about, okay, it's not just those 10 brands. It's who does their PR, who does their marketing, who does their everything. Um, you make that list becomes 15, becomes 20. Um, what's so funny? Nothing. Okay. Um, I'm just laughing a little. Just you're laughing at I know, me. I'm not laughing at you. You are laughing, I'm laughing at me. with you. I'm just, you know, we're here and, and we're. But what am I saying? That's nothing. funny. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> have I made a joke? No. Um, why? Because I've said this one thousand no. times. But the audience hasn't heard that. Yeah. I mean, I could hit like, you know, rewind, play, repeat. Yeah, it's literally yes. the same. But the Brand Crush Project is actually a really awesome way. To, like we're so we're sitting in this beautiful, awesome space right now at the uh, Shared Universe uh, Podcast Studio in Eatontown, New Jersey. Woo woo, and. Um, this is like a comic book movie collector's um, haven here. Um, and so if it were me and I was sitting here and I'm like, my dream job would be to work for um, Marvel, you know, and or, you know, a movie studio. Those two things would be on my list. But then also you look around this room and you think there's also all these different collector's items and toys and products. And there's a glass that says a name of something on it. And there's posters and toys who makes all this stuff? Who markets it? Who? So taking that moment to, um, you know, think Expand. about the companies that you want to work for, but also maybe who works with those companies, who puts on their events. And all of a sudden, your list becomes 10, 15, 20. And then you can go on LinkedIn and think about, okay, who do I know that works at these places? If I don't, do I have a connection in common with them that went to my college? Do I um, know a friend of a friend of a friend that works there? And you reach out and you connect and you say, can I grab a coffee? I'd love to pick your brain. How did you get your job? Do you know how, you know, do you have a recruiting contact there? Is there openings? Because like I said, this time of year is a great opportunity to do that and to have these conversations. Because again, even though people might be out of the office, they're definitely not focused on hiring, but they might be focused on on being thankful and present and helpful because right. it's this time of year. And so you might get somebody to, that would maybe not have responded. Because in, they were swamped. But like right now, they might be like, you know what? I'll take that person a coffee or I'll listen to what they have to say. Um, and the last piece of that is, is you don't have to reach out to the director of HR. In fact, that's probably somebody that you shouldn't reach out to in this case. You can reach out to the person that's doing the job that you'd want to be doing. Or maybe it's the assistant because the likelihood of somebody not replying to you is slim. And in a couple of years when it's you that's sitting in that seat and somebody reaches out to you because our message is going to be everywhere and we're going to change the world, 
um, you know, you would likely respond and say, sure, I'd, I'd be happy to tell you how I got my job and why I love what I do. Um, so, so you can take this time while everybody's being festive and you could be mindfully aware of what you um, need and what you're thinking about for the next year ahead and research. I mean, what she's saying, network the least or network the most when you need it the least, is really purely research. I mean, when you look in the mirror um, and you say to yourself, you know what, I'm feeling a little bit underwhelmed with where I am professionally. If you haven't taken control of that and started thinking like what Jamie's saying and researching and actually putting one foot in front of the other to make a, a life plan or what would you like to do next, I mean, the world's not just going to drop a new idea in your lap. You have to go get it. You have to go get it. So you might as well use time that's less busy, mm -hmm. one to enjoy, one to reflect, and one to research and prepare so that when the new year does come and you'd like to activate change, you have almost a pipeline um, to support your thought process and your and your, and your your pathway. And now also, I'd like to just take a moment, and I don't want to be negative because I, I think all of this is very positive, but for those of you that, for whatever the reason, have been laid off or have lost your job in the fourth quarter, um, just for the record, uh, once upon a time in a faraway place, I lost my job three times between Halloween and Christmas. So I've been there, and I remember. I'm going to say this to you, and I say it with the ultimate amount of love. The chances of you getting a new job between now and January are slim. So enjoy your time. Take the beat. Take a breath. Enjoy, Take a beat. enjoy the pause. Say to yourself, I've never been able to take a moment. Or a breath. Or a breath. And accept that the truth is, is if you were sitting in a desk right now, the chances are, which is what Jamie said at the beginning of the conversation, of any activity actually happening right now, it doesn't even matter if they do have the headcount. Sometimes people just aren't around. Mm -hmm. You know, they're flying to California for a week or they're going God knows where for wherever, and they just can't line the calendar up to match the search. So I don't want you to feel discouraged because it just doesn't help the cause. Instead, yeah. accept the parameters in which you're in and do as much as you can that you can control, which is bettering yourself, researching, making a plan, starting to establish conversation with an expectation level that is extremely bar low so that if anything pleasantly happens after that bar, you are not only thankful and ready but excited to make it happen. Also, most important, and we say this all the time, and you'll hear it from me time and time again, I don't care who wants to meet you for what reason. Go. Always go. Um, so, now, so the main things that we wanted to talk about was being thankful, being appreciative of where you are, understanding where you are in your career, and if you are feeling a little bit lackluster, using this downtime um, and this festive time to research and start thinking about what you could be doing. So Whoops. By Facebook Live, I can't click it to see the comments because then I start hearing it. Yes. Whoopsie daisy. Whoops. Um, now Hashtag you, now, newbie. Also, now I've lost my train of thought. Well, let me ask you a question. Okay. Because we can switch back, and I'm sure it'll come back to you. So what if you're in a job and things just change around you that you didn't expect to happen? And, you know, for example, we're going through that now at Choice. So think about, um, like, you know, if 
change happens, even if you're not trying to make change, but change happens around you, how do you stay present and thankful and all of these things? You know, it's funny. It's a very good question, Jamie, and very timely. Mm -hmm. I appreciate the question, and I actually would like to answer it. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, Sorry I interrupted your thought. No, yeah, I don't remember it. Um, You know, it's funny. I think that answer really changes as you grow in your career because the way I might have felt 15 years ago um, or 10 years ago even – with the current circumstances that we are experiencing professionally, feel very differently than the way I feel right now. And that comes with time, wisdom, patience, and actually knowing that there's actually more to life than your job. Right. Um, So right now we are going through a big pocket of change, and I'm actually – applying the advice, the advice or the pra- or what we preach on a regular basis, and I'm going to try and practice it, I actually feel like I am going to take a beat. Yeah, take I'm taking a beat. A beat. No, we're taking a beat. Ten years ago, I might have said I'm going to hold my breath. Yeah. I'm actually not holding my breath. I'm breathing. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, you know what? Change is coming. Change is happening. And I'm not quite sure how we're going to solve it and or what everything's going to look like, but I'm going to trust the process and it's going to work itself out. Yeah, and I think that that advice is actually really good to, you know, even if you have change that comes at your way that you don't necessarily want to make change and or you are trying to make change, those two things is what we're talking about today, that the overall message is to just take a beat take a breath and trust that everything will be fine. Right. So, and this, and usually right now, nothing will necessarily change so much so that it's going to affect your day-to-day to a point of misery. It's and you, going to and just you, be and you okay. Can use the holidays as a beautiful buffer to yep. be aware of what you really have to be grateful for. Sure. And to take that gratitude and apply it to not only yourself personally, but also your professional search. So it's like, you know, I sit here and I think, okay, what are we going to do about this, this, and this, and this? My mind will run a million miles a minute. And then I remember, it's fourth quarter. It's fine. I'm going to breathe. It's going to be fine. And, like, for example, I'm going um, – I went to Michigan, as I mentioned the last time, and I'm going on Friday to – Back to Ann Arbor with all 10 of my friends for the first time since we graduated. We found out last time that Ming went to. Yeah, that's right. Go Blue. Yeah, Ming did go to Michigan. Um, Ming is the owner of this space, which we we didn't necessarily say the last time, I don't think. But um, we – so all 10 of my friends are going back to college for the first time in 15 years. We graduated 15 years ago this year, 2003. And – I find it very reflected every time I go back to Michigan, but this time in particular because it's the first time we're going back as a group, all of us. We've all been back in pockets. I've been back, thankfully, for work a ton to speak on panels, but to go back with your original friends that you graduated with is a very reflective thing. And I was trying to think about how it was going to make me feel and, like, doing this today a couple days prior – and I just feel so thankful and grateful. And you know what? I I really feel like I'm so excited to be able to be there and know that – my journey over the past 15 years was has led me here, which is to inspire others to sit in a podcast studio, which I never imagined doing with my sister and my partner, and talk about why we love what we do, which is getting people jobs. And I'm feeling really thankful about that. And I think that even if it's not your your job that you're thinking about being thankful and grateful for, um, think about where you are in life in general. It doesn't necessarily need to be um, – you know, whether or not you, you're you enjoying the spreadsheet that you're doing. Like, take a minute, step back, and think about 
what else out there is making you grateful and happy right now? And for me, it's obviously what I do for a living. And as I said earlier, today is my ninth wedding anniversary. So it's a very thankful and grateful week. I mean, I feel pretty proud of where I am. Um, So I've been married for nine years. I've been now working for my sister for seven of those and um, feeling pretty grateful. But that doesn't mean that I don't have all sorts of change happening at work and in life. But, um, you know, one of the things Marissa always used to say which we can get into another time, is her quadrant theory, which is thinking about where your life is usually is in four different parts. And um, I'll let her actually do it. But one of the things that she, and she can tell you about it, that's actually a good thing, I think, to to think about at this time of year. Um, And she can tell you about the quadrant theory in a moment. But one of the major things about it is that likely um, not everything in your life is going to be going right all at once. Mm -mm. So the... The, the thing that you really need to remember is putting good energy into the things that you can control instead of thinking about the things that you can't. So, you know, if you're having something going really wrong, that thing is likely the one that you need to ignore for a little bit because the stuff that's right and all the good, like I have so much going on change and, and things that are stressing me out, but I'm focused on my weekend and how excited I am to be with my friends and my husband this week and for our anniversary, who's not home today because he's in LA for work. Um, but I'm trying to focus my good energy on the things I can control because I, you know what, I can't control some of the stuff that's happening at work and other and other places. So Marissa can tell you a little bit more about that quadrant theory, but it still sticks with me. She told me that like literally 15 years ago when I was graduating. So the definition of quadrants was... Um, something I came up with in the, in when I was talking to a lot of people. I don't even know if I was still in my 20s. I was probably still in my 20s. And it was a very 20-something thing because when you're in your 20s, your quadrants are very different than the quadrants that I'm in now, and I am not in my 20s anymore. Sure. Um, but the quadrants were your home life. You look it. And thank you. And everyone um, thinks we're twins, so I guess I look it too. Yeah. Um, home life, <laughs> work like life, um, personal life, and I Believe but it was always different. Friends. It would be like dating, work, like four major well, areas. In New York, apartment. In New York, it was always home and apartment because New York has such a large playing field and where you live and how it affects your happiness. But um, in, in, in it was like if you were happy in your apartment, it doesn't necessarily no, mean that you're loving your job, but you could also be in a really good spot with your friends and you might be dating someone that you're interested in. But like – Something was always going to be somewhat subpar while the other three were excessively above par. And, you know, I think when you're in your 20s, you're so busy focused on how you can fix the thing that's subpar, mm-hmm. right? And then as you get older, whether it's the but not blessings, really much different in your 30s no, or 40s. The, just the quadrants are different. Right. And your reflection or your ability to appreciate what is good even when something's less good is so much better, Mm -hmm. Um, that's why I would never want to go back in time (laughs) only for a minute. Um, but you know, I think at this time of year, it's important to click in and reflect and be mindfully aware of how grateful you are for what you do have. And professionally, if you're feeling underwhelmed or challenged or things are happening, like what Jamie said, you know, we talked about in this conversation, if you were laid off, we talked about if you were feeling lackluster and you wanted to start networking for the new year. What happens if you're happy in your job? Perfect example. But your boss gets laid off. Right. By the way, that sucks. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, the person that you love the most in the world, that mentors you every single day, that's inspired you, is no longer going to be there. Guess what? Your job doesn't look the same. 
Correct. It doesn't and, look but, the same. But I think that that message of taking a beat is that it may not it may not be that bad, or no. it might be horrible. But you know what? Between now and the new year, like, likely there's nothing you're going to be able to do about it. So no. focus on the things you can control. Focus on your friendships. Focus on your home life. Focus on the things that you actually have control over because right now your boss getting laid off is not something that you can control. Exactly. What you can control is how you react to it. So um, – you know, and and as we as we said a million times the first time we spoke, and now again today, we're such believers in good energy and putting good energy into the universe because, you know, and sometimes that means having positive conversations, having positive thought, you know, doing positive things for others or for yourself, and that's really that what this time of year is all about. And I think if you focus on those things, regardless of what's going on at work or at home or in your apartment or with your friends, focus on the good, and the and the bad will just get better. That's a nice way. Should we close on that? I think it was a pretty good place to close. I think so, too. Um, You know, honestly, obviously, as you can tell, like, we could talk about this kind of stuff all the time. Um, Feel free to reach out with any questions or thoughts. Speaking of, there's a woman who wrote to me this week who was listening to this podcast, and I owe her an email back. And it literally made my entire week to know that someone was listening and felt that they wanted to reach out to us. That's exactly why we're doing this. It's exactly why we're doing this. If you feel like you have a professional equation that you cannot solve, send us an email. Um, you can reach us by emailing us at, is it, is it info at, I don't even know our, what's our email address? Cassie, where are you? <laughs> no, but they can just email on, you know, we can, they can just email us personally. We can give our emails. That's fine. That's true. Um, my email is Ugh, so it's so horrible. And by soon. the way, this is my last name now for the last nine years. By the so, way, she came back from her honeymoon and changed her name within a hot second. It I did. Me, it it was important like to me to and my husband. My, and my and initials are the same. Whatever. Okay. So my my email, Jamie's email, is J Stozer. S is in Sam. Z is in zebra. T is in Tom. O S is in Sam. E R at choice C H O I C E co C O dot com. Oi. Yeah. And Marissa's is M. Klein, K-L-E-I-N, at choiceco.com as well. Yes. Um, or choicecofashion.com. They both reach us. So feel free to reach out to either of us, both of us. Um, and stay tuned because we're excited to, to – we're going to think about, you know, interviewing some folks that are catching their dreams in different ways, people that have a really awesome side hustle, um, people that inspire us. Um, people that have made professional pivots and have been able to do something completely different with skills that they've always had and applied them a different way, which, frankly, people of my generation most that of have us been have done for 15 or 20 years, being able to take what you've done over the last decade and do something else with it and still earn the living that you want is the ultimate, ultimate challenge and also the ultimate with the ultimate rewards. Um, I think that a lot of us are taking a, a – a, a taste out of the millennial palette and wanting to get as much empowerment and reward from what we do in our lives, mm-hmm. um, Jamie and I included. So we have a lot that we want to talk about, and you know, we want to hear from you. If there's topics that, as you're listening to this, that you'd love for us to touch on, reach out. Yeah, would love to. And and, um, and we're, we've created an Instagram page. Yep, Dreamcatchers23, right? Yep. Is that it? Yep. Just to make sure. Dreamcatchers23 is our Instagram page. We'll be posting um, our podcast there and also, you know, if we get around to it, some inspirational <laughs> stuff. But right now it's just a picture of Marissa and me. 
and our podcast. Um, but, you know, listen, reach out and and keep keep listening because we're going to – I'm hopefully we will touch on all the stuff that um, – that and it's not Dreamcatchers twenty three. It's the Dreamcatchers twenty three. The Dreamcatchers twenty three is our Instagram. We'll handle. also learn our Instagram and our email address by the next time we talk to you. Yeah. And by actually, the way, we might not. This is how we roll. It's we had a great idea, and we're just doing we're it. We're just going for it. It's not about the logistics. It's about the message, Marissa. Yep. And you know what? If any of you are local, Jamie and I are running a holiday boutique this weekend. Oh um, yeah. Right after Come Jamie comes back hungover from Michigan on Sunday. Correct. Straight from, from the airport. Robinson. From 9 to 3 at um, the B'nai Israel Congregation, 39 vendors, a lot of them local. Bring every single possible person that you need to shop for and all of your money, and I'll see you there. Yep. It's um, going to be awesome. And I, if I see you, I'm sorry, because I'm going to be really tired from my flight back from Ann Arbor. <laughs> um, Living Christian, like I'm in college again. You've been dreaming big lately? I have, actually. Good. I'm glad. I started writing my first movie. There it is. There it is. Did you hear that? Right when in his we, first movie. When we met him, he hadn't done that yet. Christian, our technician, who's the best. So I think one of the things that um, we can also close on is, you know, if it's not at work, then do it on the side. Yeah. Find and it. And use your downtime. Use your downtime to reconnect with what it is that makes you you. You know, we were just talking really fast. We were we were had a catch up dinner with some of the girls that used to work for us the other night. Alex said something that I think was really re- relevant. Um, you know, she, she when she worked for us, it was many years ago. She was young at the time. Now she's been a couple other places since. She's still pretty young. Yeah, she's still young. But, um, she, you know, she t- talked about how she—so she's a dancer, as am I. So she talked about how ever since she started dancing twice a week again, she's just happier. She feels healthier. She's She just feels better emotionally and physically and emotionally. And because that's her thing. That was always her thing. And find you can find it. It's out there. So if you loved art, then you should find a place to do it or or teach it. Um, we shouldn't give up on our dreams that we had when we were kids. We can still do them even if we're not doing them at work. It's true. And it, just because your dreams don't pay your bills doesn't mean you should ignore them. Correct. Now, that's a good place to, to close. And with that said, and have, with that said happy Thanksgiving. Yep. Have a great day. Take a beat. Week.